This week's episode is brought to you by ThatKevinSmithClub.com. That's right, man. If you can't get enough of the sound of my voice, then you could surf on over to ThatKevinSmithClub.com, join up, watch Wake and Bake five days a week, listen to Plus One, so much more. ThatKevinSmithClub.com. What are you waiting for? Join the club. Mike, we are live. Good morning. Damn, good morning, Christian. Good morning, boss. How are you? I'm well. Look at this. It's This is a very packed table. It is. I love it. Good this. morning, Mike. Good morning, Julia. Good morning, Christian. Good morning, Michael. And good morning, Brian. To our, our guest. guest. Yes. yes. This is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, take a look. We got a famous person here. This is Brian <laughs> Kano. Of Haunted Collector, correct? Am, am I right in that? Haunted Collector. Yes, Haunted Collector. Yes. And currently Paranormal Caught on Camera. Paranormal Caught on Camera. Sounds kind of awesome. Very that nice. Sounds a little yeah, it's kinky and sexy. A little and well, why don't we let the people know what they're watching? Welcome, everybody, to another uh, edition of Live from the Secret Stash. I am one of three hosts. I'm Christian Cordez, joined always by... Michael Zapsick. And, and to my right, the beautiful... Zapsic. All right, there you go. But then in between you two yes. is our special guest, as we said before, Mr. Brian, Mr. Brian Kano. How hey. you doing this morning, boss? What? What'd I do? I'm boss, me, boss. Oh, yeah, how you, I see, how you doing, boss? There's lots of bosses around here. That's good. Yeah. I'm doing great, especially since it seems I just got a promotion. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. Well, I welcome guess. to the madness. I guess I'm out of here. Just go with the flow. <laughs> yeah, just go with the flow. Christian says stuff, and we just take it. Yeah, pretty much. Sorry. Run down there. All good. All good. So, um, I... I think that I'd be remiss if we just um, didn't acknowledge that uh, we're live right now. But uh, yesterday we had a, a national tragedy, of course, um, the shootings in Texas. And I just want to take a second and, you know, just acknowledge that it did happen. And, you know, maybe it's, it's about time we, we do something about it. Yeah. So mm. simple. Just that's that's it. Yeah. Just hey, you know, um, I I think that enough is enough. Yeah. So I um, hate that I'm numb to this at this point. Like it's un, un, not in the not in the traditional sense, but like just I'm so tired of that headline because it's not. It shouldn't be a normal thing. It no. should never have been. This should have been an issue that somehow should have been resolved years ago. But this should have been resolved after the very first time it happened and unfortunately you know this is not a political show and no. i don't want it to ever become a political show because nope. my politics are you don't want to hear about them because i'm a i'm a nerd i mean that's what you want you want to hear me talk nerdy yeah you don't want to hear me talk uh, political so i'm not going to get political about this but let's just let's just do something yeah so and that being said um Let's go on. Yeah. Mike, you want to talk nerdy to me? I do want to talk nerdy to you. Uh, because we have our guest here, we're going we're gonna, to you know, shift a little bit differently today. We're going to do our top five of the week, our five top five picks of the week, uh, starting with, uh, they're, they're in no particular order because I actually did have them in some, some semblance of order. Oh, thank you. No problem. All right, here we go. We're going to do Bloodstained Teeth number two. A lot of number twos in my pile this week. Mm. Um, and not in the traditional sense of number two. These are actually good number twos. Uh, bloodstained teeth. 
in case the title doesn't, you know, hint at it, it's about vampires. Mm. And it's about, uh, I think they call them, um, they call them sippers. And, sippers. And it's just <laughs> so cool. Um, uh, Did we talk sips. about this They one? call them sips. Yeah, we call, we talked about number one, uh, um, oddly enough, a month ago. Oh. So uh, they're the traditional vampires. They, um, the traditional, the generation one vampires can turn people into sippers, but they can't, the sippers can't, or sips, they can't turn other people into vampires. They can only kill them. Mm. So uh, the generation one vampires like, screw this noise. We don't want these sips around. They make us look bad. I just, I saw a great comment on the Facebook. Does that make their victim sippy cups? Yes. Oh, well done. And it's from Scott Hoverman. So, um, well done. dear God, Scott. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Yeah, you're, you're killing me, Scott. You're so, banned, Scott. You're yeah, banned. you really are. So just can I, to- Can I ask, can I just interrupt you for just one sure. second? Because it just popped into my head. And if I don't ask you now, I'm going to forget it. Um. And I'm so, yeah. so gonna, why <laughs> did I marry you? I, I have no idea, honey. <laughs> I don't know. I forgot. <laughs> um, so one of the things that I noticed is that when we get collections that come in and we're trying to put a run together, very often the number twos are missing. And this is, yeah. a, this is a learning opportunity for me. My understanding is, is that a lot of times when people are trying to collect runs, they'll have a hard time finding, finding number two because a book comes out. And all of a sudden it's popular. And by the time people tune into it, it's like, oh, crap, I missed number one. Let me start with number two. So number twos are actually harder to find sometimes. Sometimes. And there's a there's another reason for that, because uh, number one gets a huge splash, especially back in the day. They would print like in the millions of copies. And if you have a number one million copies, you know, go out there, they print. And then number two. They cut that in about half, so they would they would cut down on like oh, really? oh number two yeah because they would get uh, returns and mm. they they found out that you know number one sell great number two's not so much so they would half it really yeah this is back in the olden days like back when there were you know you bought your your comics off of squeaky racks okay so 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 basically though if anyone is interested in any of these titles they should scoop up number two. They still do that. Yeah, yeah they yeah, still yeah. look okay. at numbers and they they drop down their their printing. Okay. So, but yeah, right. number twos very very sometimes very tough to find. Uh, actually, what's really tough to find are like the final issues of comic runs because mm-hmm. by then they're the reason why they're the finals because they're not selling. Mm-hmm. So they only printed <laughs> like ten thousand copies of that. So done. Oh. Yeah. A little bit of comics college like squeaked yeah. in there, even though we don't. We didn't. We weren't trying today, to, but. Uh, I had to ask the question. Except for uh, books like uh, Walking Dead. Like Walking Dead 193 was their final issue. It was still selling really, really well. Mm-hmm. And Kirkman was like, I'm going out on top. And boom, he stopped right there. And you can still find it. But, mm. I mean, it's it's also one of those ones that people like, I want to get the last issue of Walking Dead. That was me. I, that I was came in here looking for that last a, one. Didn't mm-hmm. get any of the middle. No. I wanted the last one. Yeah. Oh, See, you're the reason uh, why he's like, I want to go out on top. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's the next pick? Next, mm. next pick is Naughty List. Ooh. A, a modern take on Santa. Um, this guy, somebody stole his naughty list and this is this is a a very emo santa it's a he's a very 
he take a look at him. Doesn't he look like he should own a pickup truck instead of a sleigh? <laughs> he looks so. like, it looks like if this was made in the 80s, he would have been played by Kurt Russell. Yes, Kurt and Russell now, or Mel Gibson. Or Mel Batman. Gibson. And yep. now he yeah. would have been played by Dave Harbour, uh, which I wouldn't. I could see it. What do you got then? Bill Hader. I can see it. Yeah. A little po- Bill Hader with Barry. Barry yeah. 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 Going yeah. for the Barry vibe. Um, so someone stole. He, he gets. He essentially. He's given a list of children who are naughty or nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he doesn't know where it comes from. It's magic. So um, it, it, uh, somebody stole it from him. And so they're going out and they're killing people. That's a cool so, enough premise for me to get yeah. to get into that book enough. Uh, Santa going rogue because someone stole the naughty yeah, list and he, is a great idea for a book. Yeah, and he's, he's pretty much – he makes toys – and his elves are a bunch of drunken, uh, <laughs> drunken bastards, and that they are—they're pretty much drunken bastards taking and cues from Futurama. Yeah, pretty see, much. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and it's—it's it's actually kind of funny. Oh no, she's not in this. Yeah. She is being punished. I can be here at nine fifteen. No problem. <laughs> Oh, don't make me pull out my my uh, my little walking computer. Sarah Bellicose is going to is going to Sarah Bellicose maybe for a, in a, I don't in know. So I just want to I just want to say um, that what? Please read that out loud. <laughs> I'll, be like minutes, I'll be like two minutes late. No, no, really no. Early. It's this podcast so, starts at nine thirty. Can you be here at nine fifteen? Yes, I can. No, you can't. Come on <laughs> in, Sarah. Well, you know what? We got caught behind a trash truck, so let's give her a little bit of grace. Over I got caught yes, behind a train. So you know, that's what we trash did. Truck, right? Yeah? No? <laughs> I'm to feed that's you why you, you keep Molotov cocktails in your trunk. Oh. So, yes. Yeah, we're going to swap trash Sarah truck in here. Is I'm not going to be content moderation right, while, good the guys, cool. while the guys that's take nice. it forward. But I just want to give a shout out to Max Sanchez. Uh, you've been banned. And but I hope you have a great day and thank you so much for tuning oh, in. Oh bummer. Yeah. Max Sanchez um, has been banned. Oh Max. We will we will, we will Thanks, keep buddy. thoughts and prayers for you that uh your personality continues to develop in the lovely way Good that for it you, currently buddy. has to date. So. Mm-hmm. You've actually pissed off my wife, which is a kind of a tough thing to do. So but everybody get bent, buddy. All love. <laughs> so question from Mark out, Question from Mark Lamb. Uh, how many issues is that? So I think that That's number two. That's number two. So, so yes. I think this whole pile is is number twos this week a lot of them yeah and that shouldn't reflect the quality of the book it's just it just happens to be that's book awesome. number two and may i just say one thing i love amy tucci for loving julia zapsik because she just she got on there she's like i love julia zapsik for, for that, that reason, reason. <laughs> <laughs> morning sir good morning all right here we go all right. What's the next? Dear one? God, Sarah. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> All right. What do we got? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's that kind of a morning, people. Brian, what's that? This is The Amazing Spider Man, also number two. So Ooh. there we go. So we've got three number twos already. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, this is Amazing Spider Man. Something happened six months ago that Peter Parker is quite ashamed of and he is burning bridges with all of his friends he has betrayed the trust of his beloved aunt may and he is pretty much wrecking his life so um he's going through his emo phase yeah he's going he's going through a definite emo phase uh he's going through his toby Maguire phase that's right and uh we don't know why yet all we know and um they gave us a little hint 
that Spider-Man did something that he's not terribly proud of. But he's still Spider-Man because with great power comes... Great responsibility. Good man. Um, And he actually has to do a favor for Norman Osborn. Yikes. Green Goblin himself. And yeah, so... This is the last person I'd ever want to owe favor to. I know. I know. And they don't even tell you why. They they do give you a little editor's note that says, "How how can this be?" And I'm like, I don't know. And this is going to be. Is this one of those books where you definitely want to figure out what the favor was, or is it kind of le- is it cool to be left up to your own imagination? No, I think that we're going to want to find out a little bit later on. Okay. So and and we will. What do you think, Sarah? I probably will pick it up and read it. I can enough. Because I read the first one, so. Devil's Reign Omega. Devil's Reign, which um, had Wilson Fisk declare war on all the masts of New York City because Wilson Fisk was the mayor of New York City. In this run. In this run. And well, actually in um, in a big run, in a big chunk of um, a lot of the Marvel comics, especially uh, Daredevil, Woman Without Fear, Daredevil, you know, uh, The Man without fear and mm-hmm. everything's without fear mm-hmm. except for you know new york so uh wilson fisk declared uh war on the masks masks not happy about it and they take the fight into the streets and mm-hmm. that's what devil reigns all about something mystical happens where uh our buddy wilson the kingpin uh forgot who daredevil was Ooh, something clouded his mind and he couldn't remember who Matt Murdock really was. Sounds like a little Doctor Strange action. Uh, the MCU going on. Feels like it, but uh, this I has happened before. We've had Spider-Man do the same thing with Mephisto, putting the genie back in that bottle. Tony Stark, how many times did he reveal his uh, secret identity? Um, <laughs> he just, just kind of gave up after and certain I, point. Exactly. And Spider-Man, I mean, he can't even keep his goddamn mask on yeah. for half of a movie. So. A whole subway full of people <laughs> know. know who he is. Yeah, it's like... I, Never seen that guy before, but I'll never forget him now. So, yeah. Comment from Mike Holtry. Wasn't J. Jonah Jameson briefly mayor of New York during the Doc? Yes, he was. Era? Very good, Mike. What? Yeah, he was the mayor of New York City. I think that um, something happened to J. Jonah and Wilson took over for him. Uh, you know, Wilson Fisk has billions of dollars, mostly dirty, and I'm sure he could buy an election if he wants. I've always pre- I always thought that stories were like, the, the premier bad guys find themselves in like a position of power within the U.S. government. I always thought that was cool in comic book and, then, and even adaptions. <laughs> like I like I love in um in Young Justice when uh, Lex Luthor uh-huh. is is president. Yeah, when he's president. No, no, he was the Secretary General of the United Nations, but he was president in Superman in a run of uh, action comics back in the early two thousands. So, yeah, it was Donald Trump actually becoming the president of the United States. We're not a political show, damn it. I'm just saying. You've got a Lex Luthor. uh, And wow. So, yeah, that's I I always love that. I always thought that that was um, pretty funny. I could dig it. Yeah. All right. And, And there's actually there's a fan theory out there that posits that all of the uh the action, all of the uh the action, all of the Netflix shows took place during the blip. Oh. How cool is that? That would make sense why no one else shows up or is aware of right. anything that's happening. How cool would that be? I like it. 
Oh, that makes a lot. Of, I like that. Yeah, so do I. Especially I dig in, that theory. Although I would love to see Rocket Red, uh, Rocket Red, uh, Rocket Raccoon in uh, Hell's Kitchen. That would be pretty badass. <laughs> that would be that would funny. be awesome. Um, so yeah, Devil's Reign, Omega. They put uh, someone to rest, and there's a new mayor in New York City. Goes by the name of Luke Cage. Ooh. What? Damn in, 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 it. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so that is definitely a book I might pick it up. And what is this last the one? Last one is. Last but not least. DC versus Vampire Hunters. And I can't give away too much, but um, let's just put it this way. There are vampires in the DC universe. There are vampires in every universe, damn it. Uh, I think we all know that. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is an alternate universe where the vampires, they decide, let's take over. And so they, tired of regular humans. they start with the, the metahumans and they go after a lot of the superheroes. I relate to the yeah. vampires in the story. I'm tired of regular humans. Yeah, me too. And, they, you know, I can take it. They oh, can, do we have to worry about you, Christian? Are you going to be coming after some people? Yeah, he, he's looking at you like you're a sippy cup. I'm just going to move a little down. You know. ah, so lovely. Uh, the one. lovely Julia. There is a gentleman at the door. Incoming. If you wouldn't mind, the lovely for, Julia. Uh, for, a book, for packages for the Secret Stage. Oh, you are fantastic. Look at you. All right. So, um, yes, I, I can't give away too much, but uh, one of my favorite characters is indeed a vampire. And um, it, it makes things complicated. Oh. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I do also look at some of these guys and I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. By looking at the cover, could I start to piece together who you that can person might probably, be? Probably, yes. You oh, can, you okay. Can pretty much figure it out. So, uh, is this a DC answer to Marvel Zombies that there's the cast that we're normally used to seeing as good guys are now maybe flipped. on the other side of the line? Yep. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah, I dig it. Hmm. So those are our top five picks. Yes, awesome. I can dig them. So we have two gigantic boxes that came in. If we have any time left over at the a end of the segment and you want to do a little unboxing. We can do an unboxing. And we've got our we've got our toy, we've got our, our toy and gaming folks here. So maybe yes. you and Sarah can do an unboxing. Maybe. Maybe. If yeah, you she, like me enough. <laughs> if she can she can show up on time. <laughs> if they're feeling like vibe. So. so what do you want to do next? Let's, you know what? Why don't we talk to our uh our guest, Brian Kano. You are a, um, explain what you are. Because yeah, I can't do it justice. <laughs> explain yourself, young man. Oh, man. I'm, I'm, it's like the Amber Heard You're a Johnny Depp guy. trial. You're a tech guy, and but you um, you believe in the other side. You believe that there's something. The paranormal, the supernatural. I've had many rooms. So over the years, I, I've done a lot in the paranormal space. I'm a researcher. I'm an investigator. I'm a new author. Ooh. And... I bring certain events. Uh, I've got different things that I take around the country, my history of the paranormal, mobile exhibits. And lately, uh, I've been working on something with Dustin Perry from Ghost Hunters called Pathways. And that's probably why I'm sitting behind this table, although I've wanted to get here for some time. Pathways is coming to the Atlantic Highlands. Oh, he described this before the show, and it is one of the coolest concepts for a, li- for a live event, live show, live experience. And, you know, Chris, it's hard. And, and when you said, hey, what is it? I stammered for a moment because how does one describe something new using 
the descriptions of the old, things that already exist. So the simplest way to, to describe it, it's a live choose your own adventure. And the audience will be taken on a paranormal investigation via pre-recorded uh, segments and stuff. But they make all the choices. So we're going to go into the Strauss Mansion, oh uh, the haunted God. Strauss Mansion located in the Atlantic Islands. Yep. And as you're watching, do we go into the kitchen or do we go into the basement? Audience chooses. And when they choose, that's the path they take. And the unlike the Choose Your Adventure, when we were kids, you can't stick your finger in the uh, in the chapter when you see the end and go, no, no, no. Didn't choose that. Uh, uh, <laughs> no. Oh my god, that's that's incredible idea, especially with ghost hunting. Give me a sneak peek. What's the first option? Like, is it because you mentioned one that was like going the basement or the attic? Which one are you guys picking? Because for me, it's the attic. I'm never going in the basement. No, attic always, always yeah. go in the attic. Good stuff is in the attic basements. There's never anything good. There's in the basement. never anything good in the there's basement. There's usually something chained to a wall in a basement. There's usually yeah, there's, yeah. There's some Evil Dead stuff going on yeah. in the basement. Hey, look at this pathways. Uh, Night at the Strauss Mansion. It's coming to uh, the Atlantic movie house in atlantic islands new jersey and this is gonna be on july 9th and look at that look at it and all it's and all it's poster glory <laughs> well let me ask you a question brian how does one join you at the strauss mansion via that remote is, control that is a, a good <laughs> question mike uh you can go to <laughs> which path will you choose.com really i love that which path will you choose.com which path will that you choose. is awesome oh i, I love that a night at the Strauss Mansion. Get your tickets. They're limited. But this is a very special engagement because normally Pathways is just the show. But because we filmed at the Strauss Mansion, which is literally just up the hill from the theater, mm -hmm. we are taking a very specific and limited number of VIP guests up the hill to the mansion for an, an investigation after the show. Oh, wow. Okay. That's cool. So, so if they bring it, home a ghost, it's not your responsibility. <laughs> No, no, or like, or ghost herpes. <laughs> oh no, 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 that would be horrible. Well, this uh, the, the cool thing about the Strauss Mansion. Not only is it haunted, it was also featured in an '80s B horror movie called "Don't Go in the House." Oh wow, that's a great name for a. Um, yeah, that's but that we, sounds like an '80s movie. <laughs> yes, but we went in the house and it was it was pretty cool. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. We used to have haunted house that used to be the haunted house and then they did the, the prospect circle and we would walk around and all the neighbors would participate and you'd walk through like their backyards and they'd have it all set up like a haunted house so cool. they didn't do it anymore i wish they did because it was a lot of fun there is a house up on the hill i don't know it's not the strauss mansion but there was um i, I was lucky enough to go to a party there up in atlantic islands mm -hmm. and this guy deck the place out like <laughs> nobody's business i mean it was it was a nice house but right. it wasn't a, a mansion yeah the mansion, i actually mansion. one year did the strauss mansion like i participated in being like one of the scarers and it's it's definitely a creepy yeah creepy place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> even though i was the one scaring people it's definitely a creepy spot to be in don't go in the house no <laughs> i had to <laughs> so two questions for you but i'll lead with this one so what was your like inciting incident and wanting to kind of delve into the world of paranormal like there's always that one thing that happens to people that they're like what and i need to explain that it's funny it you out. ask that because i get asked that all the time and i don't have that 
one moment that set me on the path. You know, my parents weren't murdered in an alley, and I became a, <laughs> uh, a vigilante. You didn't become fighter. Batman. <laughs> yeah, super investigator. My my origin story is is not as exciting as that, but as a kid, I was always curious about those things, and I I grew up on shows like In Search of with Leonard Nimoy. Oh, I love that. And the end credits to that show, I I couldn't tell you about a single episode, but I remember the end credits because. They would just flash all these images of Stonehenge, Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot, aliens. And your little young Brian said, I'm going to do that. I'm going to I'm going to solve all those mysteries. And I haven't done that yet, but I'm doing it. Do, do you have like a, a little list? You got a little notebook, you know, like, sure. all right, Loch Ness Monster. Got it. It's, it's like Earl's It's a, list. It's you know, a work every, in progress. Every time I, gotcha. I do something, I cross off the list, back in the pocket. So then, like, what's a bucket list location for you? Like, regardless of how you will have to get there eventually, like, you're getting there. See, we're seeing a theme today, the White House. Really? Ooh. I would love to investigate the White House. Oh. You and a lot of other people. But, <laughs> but yeah. For different reasons. But, yeah, that... That's very true. The White House is very haunted. Yeah, the Eisenhower Cocaine Lounge alone. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, think of all the stress in that building at oh. any given time. Think of all the deals that have went down. Think of all the things that you know, we as the public don't know. And just to get in that building and kick around and do some investigating. I just walking in there and being like very psychically receptive and walking in, just like turning into a, like it's a bowl like of a jelly. Lightning. Like, <laughs> it's just like, oh, oh my God, his nervous system collapsed. I wonder why <laughs> there's something here. Yeah. Oh, there's a, a shit ton of stuff here. So I'm going to have to like run in 32 or something because that, that's probably going to be the only way I'm going to get to investigate the white house. Getting elected? Yes. <laughs> Stranger, Being invited by Lex Luthor, maybe? Stranger things have happened. Uh, Vote Brian Kano, people. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and the write-in ballot. I would... <laughs> what about yours? I, that's a great question. I love that. And I love that answer. That is really, really good. Um, why don't you give us your bucket list? Like like a, where like a haunted you, location? Yeah. Uh, Alcatraz. I'd love Alcatraz to explore Alcatraz. But like, my only concern with Alcatraz is I've heard a lot of stories where it's not just you go in there and it's haunted. Like some people have had stuff follow them. Like I'm so intrigued by that, but terrified of that. So I'd love to explore Alcatraz. I just don't want nothing following me home back to Jersey. I think Alcatraz would also be mine because I'm also a history nerd. Really? So really? So you're just gonna glom onto his? You come on! <laughs> Holy God! I'm a, I'm, or I would go to like some like viking battlefield type of thing and just mm. i don't have a specific one in mind but i also like the norse mythology is cool. very intriguing to me so somewhere like that all right that is how about just like yeah that'd be way cool like in you'd want to go to norway though yeah okay cool or greenland yeah. or mm. greenland yeah iceland i don't go to iceland. greenland no, Green, they're, they're, they're lying sacks of shit over in greenland there's oh my god there's one that's that ed weird just listed in the comments and that's a place that i would never want to go doll island wow in mexico city have you ever heard of this place michael uh, or have you ever seen it i think i've seen pictures of it where it, it is is just as terrifying as you would think just like have you heard of this place doll I, island? yeah so it, this guy had collected a whole bunch of... I don't like dolls. Yeah, so I don't either. No. He had collected I, a whole yeah, bunch no. of toy dolls in tribute of, like, I think a kid who had passed away. And then he passed. 
mm. on the island and the, and everyone was just like you know what we're just gonna stay away from there because they would hear like laughing late oh, at no. night chittering chittering no dolls with no batteries start talking and laugh yeah no i'm no doll island yeah. for this dude <laughs> I don't like, you know what i would want to go to governor's island in new york yeah i think that, i think that that would be really cool to just uh hang out and you know alphabet city down there you're like hey this is all right uh you get like all the junkies and stuff oh, and shit. hanging out with you and you know getting you stuff not not junk, but you know stuff, stuff, stuff. Damn. Yeah, Alcatraz, yeah. you guys. I mean, it's great, and you can do it. They run tours. Um, there's also oddly enough Native American history on that island because of mm. political things that happened back in the day. After there was know, a take, well, a, ta- a takeover yeah. of that of that island. Yeah. So there's a lot mixed in there, and and you feel it. And and not only that, when you go there, there is a weird phenomenon where you cannot stop doing. Sean Connery and impressions. Yes. <laughs> I think that just came out in the past twenty years. Though, so. That's a that's a recent phenomenon. Yes, do, 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 absolutely. Do, do. We've been to Scotland, and we've been to some like they, they do really weird stuff in Scotland. Yeah. I mean, you know, haggis, haggis. Alone. But yeah, I was going to say blood pudding. Um, but there was, I didn't feel anything like. Every once in a while, I'll get like, oh, this place is like. Clean. You get a vibe. You get a vibe. But and in Scotland, maybe because it's like outdoors and everything dissipates. And, you know, I, I just never got that that vibe. Yeah. So it's just really weird. We, and we were in like, honey, we were in uh, like what they called like fey lines or fey. Oh, ley lines. Ley lines. Well, no, fey. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, the fey the, village? The fey villages. Okay. Or so they okay. say. Oh, you mean. In Scotland. You mean, well. Because when we first got there, we actually went out, we rented, uh, we had a tour guide and we all got in the car and he took us around. So he claims to be original picked, which is one of the first mm-hmm. peoples that, right. that that lived in that area that we have knowledge of. And immediately took us to this island where the fairy, the fairy queen lived and didn't tell oh. us. But as we were walking up and we're like, oh, this is cool, interesting. And there's all this stuff hanging on the trees, like little pieces of clothing and things tied there. And he looks at us and he goes, you have to take off something and leave it for the fairy queen. An offering. Because, Hell no. You know, and so, and, so I looked, <laughs> and so the boys, of course, being like little kids and very, you know, were like, okay. And I'm like, oh, no, we're not doing that. And something kind of creeped me out about that. Right. I'm like, no, we're not doing it. And he like looked at me and he goes, you should do it. And I'm And I'm thinking mother you know what you didn't tell us you were bringing us here this is some kind of a weird trick i'm not leaving shit for the fairy princess (laughs) i don't i don't like that he didn't tell y'all that's not cool (laughs) later that night right everybody's asleep in the hotel room and i'm lying there and i'm having a hard time going to sleep and all of a sudden you know we had a very nice trip otherwise all of a sudden i look down and these like lines on my arm are like throbbing and getting like really red and raised and I'm like, no, thank you. Bitch, are you coming out? <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, because we, we don't play that way. I'm like, oh get my the, God. the fuck out. You know, you have no power here. And like immediately. It, it went left. away. It I love, I love the image of so, you yeah, wanting yeah. to like. Step like up with the ghost. Fight a ghost. <laughs> the yeah. fight the fairy queen. Yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to fuck with her. No, don't fuck with the fairy queen. The part of the city where, uh, when the plague came, they literally just. Uh, oh yeah. Herded sick people in there and healthy people. Um, basically locked them in there. Would right. drop food every once in a while and just left them there to die. So that was also that was awesome. Yeah, it was, that was hard. Oh, it's COVID yeah. two. It's <laughs> <laughs> no COVID the prequel. Yeah. Yes. Oh it my was, god, yeah, that sucked. 
anything over the pond, there's always just much worse ghost stories and monsters. Everything that we get over here is like just go haunted road or something like that. Ghost in the in shades the of death road. Yeah, shades of death road. Yeah. See, I was waiting over- for that story to get really dark, like. The Zapsix came home with one less child after <laughs> they're from Jersey, so yeah, wow. Jersey represent. Yeah, you know, no, we were. I, I'm not leaving. I put plenty of money, and that's an investment in my kids. So they're coming back with me. <laughs> no fairy queens yeah. taking away these fuckers. Yeah, you know what happened? Scotland's uh, one less fairy queen. All right, so she's coming home with us. Oh my god. Someone that commented New Orleans is also a very haunted. New Orleans, I've gotten a couple visit. vibes there. Um, we were at, um, what was that? That was Jean Lafitte's, uh, Jean Lafitte's um, blacksmith shop, and I got some creepy vibes mm. from from that yeah. place. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's because they don't have electricity; they have generators. Yeah. And um, it's it's a cool town. Very cool. cool town. Yeah. Can I just, I know, like, I'm like, I'm, I should just bring a chair up here. So one of the things I was just commenting on one of the, one of the meets is that one of the things that I like, I liked about you when I first met you. And, you know, I'm a little mm-hmm. bit of a, I'm not a skeptic, mm-hmm. but I'm skeptical of people who claim yes. to have like powers and knowledge and understanding. And I can, you know, commune with the dead and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, bullshit. So, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so when I first met you, it's, it, I was like, oh, hi. Yeah, you're a paranormal investigator. I'm like, okay, this guy's gonna try to sell me on something or blah blah blah. And I think I forget what it was that came up, but you were just like, that's crap, you know. And and you're like, <laughs> and 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 that doesn't work. And then you went down the list, like if you hear people say this, this, and this, like it's it's total bullshit. Like that's mm-hmm. not how any of this works. It's not you know, it's not as exciting as they make on TV. There's a lot of waiting around and nothing happening. And I was like, I like this dude. It's you know, really. So I like <laughs> well, that as- I like that aspect. I don't know if you want to get into how boring it is to sit well, around for I hours. Mean- and not not discover anything that's the thing like when i first started doing this i was a skeptic and (laughs) my whole reason for now again kid you believe in everything you get older you get jaded skeptic so skeptic brian started to show up i showed up and i wanted to prove to everyone who's seen this or felt that that you're crazy as i did it every experience i had i i considered like a grain of sand grain of sand by itself i said hey christian here's a grain of sand you'd look at it and go eh, and you drop it so every experience i had was like that but as time went on grain after grain after grain after grain i looked down and metaphorically speaking i was standing on a beach and i had to consider what that meant so i went oh. from skeptic to skeptical believer i know the phenomena exists it's the people who report it i'm skeptical of yes yeah bunch but, of I, dicks you've seen enough fake that it's it <laughs> It's it takes the fun out of trying to find the actual the, have you what's a piece that piece of evidence that you've seen personally that maybe somebody can go look up that you're like, I can't explain that. What do you think? Being on the TV show Paranormal Caught on Camera, that's literally my job. I have to watch video clip after video clip after video clip of these things that people around the world have caught. Mm-hmm. And half of it, I go, mm, come on. Some of it. I'm like, oh, this is this is interesting. This is convincing. And there's a very small percentage that I'm like, I have no idea. Done out. Uh, some really scary things. Did you guys ever cover the the car that was being chased by police that disappeared through a fence and they could never figure out how it happened? No, no. There's a clip on there's a clip online that has stumped me to this day of police chasing this white car and oddly enough you can't see the driver fine sure whatever and 
it rounds a corner and then the, 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 the cop car tries to follow it, but the car takes off and it looks like it goes through a fence. Did it go 88 miles per hour? I call bullshit because police would never chase a white car. Come on. We all know that. Just white vans, white, white Broncos. <laughs> there you go, Christian. <laughs> See, gotcha. <laughs> and we've lost Christian. Damn it. You're welcome. <laughs> What can I say except yikes? <laughs> oh my god! Uh, but yeah, no, that was that's one of those clips, at least for me, where I'm like, I have no idea how to explain that. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, but, I mean uh, that's the thing. I'm I'm also by my, my day job by trade. I'm a video editor, so I look at these through the eyes of an editor. Like, okay, if I had to make this, how would I do it? How would I manufacture it? And sometimes I'm like, yep, that's easy. Yep, that's easy. Other times I'm like, how did how they do did this? They yeah. Mm. Wow, they got some skills, yeah. or uh, or it's real. And actually, I'm going to throw this to Sarah. There is a place down in Highlands. Mm -hmm. it used to be well, it's not there anymore. But Bud's Grave, you remember Bud's Grave? Yeah. Okay. Why don't you tell the folks at home about Bud's Grave a little bit? Um. Why well, only? I've never been there myself. Personally. Okay. I have, but go ahead. You can. Um, you know the story behind it. Roughly, because okay. it's been changed and altered so many times. Of course, but that's part of the the <laughs> whole thing about uh, folklore, and um, you know that's that's what Indiana Jones says in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Right, He's like, right. you know, this is one of the the things folklore as opposed to like facts. Yeah, so, I mean, I know more like folklore about the Strauss Mansion than I do of Bud's Grave. Bud's Grave, but Bud's Grave is a place that so many people went to uh from this area i should say it's uh so then i'm gonna have to then, then, I, then you haven't gone well it's gone so you can't you'll go. never go you'll yeah. never go i lost the opportunity but i'm, I'm sure your father went and <laughs> oh, i'm probably. sure he went with ernie but probably. there was uh <laughs> this small patch of land across from, it's right abutting a hill of the highlands and it was right across the street from this they say the, the crazy lady's house or the crazy people's house from what I understand, this is the folklore, is this young boy was out playing with his dog and he got hit by a car and the lady saw it happen. She grabbed the kid, pulled him in, and he died in her house and the police came. They wanted to take the body. She refused. She took the body up on the hill and buried it someplace mm -hmm. and then put his bedroom out across the road from her house oh wow so and she would put new toys there and the, you know there were signs that said you know bud's house and you know all sorts of really weird it was things just the down there bed. it wasn't yeah there was a bed it with anything there was yeah a couple toys maybe a pillow yeah <laughs> it was his kid's parents. well I, I think that this lady was the parent oh, and, but yeah. she's but she, kooky to begin with yeah so. yeah but that's and there are so many different uh versions of that story now <laughs> my jerk off friends and I <laughs> went there and we were like 19 or 20 and uh, a little underage drinking and we stole some stuff out of Bud's grave. They oh, had a just uh, asking for trouble. I know they had a spinning wheel, which it's, we took. It's like number one on the list is <laughs> yeah. don't steal shit from the grip. Yeah. You should know better. Paranormal world. Beware <laughs> the Zapsix. Uh, I Beware. don't deal. Don't mess with that. I don't deal well with people telling me not to do shit. So, so we took that and we took, um, a couple of things. And I think I'm pretty safe from, um, you know, the law catching up with me. That was like 40 past, years, 30 past years ago. the paranormal statute of limitations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> now, ghosts don't forget shit. So, um, and if Bud's legal. there, he can come in and, you know, hey, where'd, where'd you put that stuff? And I'll pass them along to the people who were the true thieves that night. But, uh, <laughs> Bud's going to flood your house. Yeah. He, Again, he already but... did. He already did. So, <laughs> we're good. Maybe well, that's what it was. Maybe yeah, that's what. Maybe that was Bud's wow. anger. I never stole from someone's grave, but <laughs> I do have a cool ghost story. I, uh, this is not a grave robbery? Right? No, no right. grave robbing. This is all right. I'll lower my expectations. So, um, I make music at ungodly hours of the night, especially in my old house. Um, and my, but I, we believed my old house was haunted, but it was either by my dad or my uncle. And I know it's either of them because they both would stay up late making music. So one night it was like 2 a.m. and I'm making music and I'm minding my own business. And then you get that feeling right mm. over your shoulder. And I know for a fact, it's not anyone in my house because everyone's either asleep or somewhere. This is like in the middle of the summer. Mm. And uh, then I, I hear something on the right side. Cause my desk faced the wall. And my bed is like over here. And I, hear my bed compress and i look over and it looks like someone was sitting on it now mind you my bed had like the springs so i tried to explain it away i was like maybe that's like some weird compression thing but i was still freaked out <laughs> i was like this ain't happening right now but i was like i wasn't scared i was right. just like uh, interesting so i was just like hey dad or uncle john it's great to see you so i played like a piece of the music mm -hmm. and then i was like hey i love you guys but I got to be real with you. Mm -hmm. You're scaring the ever loving hell out of me right now, but it's great to know you're around. Right. The bed uncompressed and the feeling went away. Wow. That's interesting. See, it's funny because no matter where you lie on the spectrum of believer or a skeptic, it seems like everyone has a story and that's uh, the, the commonality between all of us. And we, we, we move and lately I feel like I'm, I'm becoming more skeptical. Again, I see a lot of, videos that just don't add up really add up and i'm like ah so I'm, I'm i'm becoming more skeptical but again i know it's out there but it's rare gotcha yeah you have a book let's see what that is about my book remember how i talked about those experiences and all of them being grains of sand yes well that's what the book is called grains of sand ah. the paranormal life and this is a culmination of 20 years worth of uh living and learning and just looking back and saying oh that's what that was about. That's what I needed to learn. All oh, right. okay. Got it. Very cool. So and this available on Amazon? You can pick it up on Amazon. Damn, Amazon. You're going to get some uh, some business from us today. <laughs> so good for you. Yes. So some of the tales are scary. Some of the tales are odd. But they're all hopeful. Because, again, paranormal yeah, Hollywood and TV, you know, we, we celebrate the scary aspect. I mean, we love to be scared and tell ghost stories, but where we are, they are. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just part of our, our existence. And you, like, like you said, you kind of figured out who it was. You know, you didn't have to be scared, but you exerted your domain over your own space and said, Hey, look, this is my space. I'm in charge. Good to see you. But you got to go. <laughs> I, I, and I knew it was them because like literally my dad's nickname was the nocturnal. So, I, so I was like, okay, that makes sense. So, but yeah, it was, it's interesting. And that was kind of like, cause I've always kind of been the same way where it's like, I want to believe, yeah. but I got to experience something. 
Yeah. And that was my experience. So you're, you're a son of sure. nocturnal. Nocturnal <laughs> too. Nocturnal very, junior? Very, you know, yeah. Knock junior. Knock junior. That's my hip hop name, people. Oh, dear Lord. On tour this summer. So Mike Zapsik as my hype man. That'll do it. So tell me where they can get tickets to go see this. And what's the date one more time for anyone who just tuned in? For Pathways, a night at the Strauss Mansion, you can go to whichpathwillyouchoose.com. And it's going to be happening on Saturday, July 9th in the Atlantic Highlands, specifically at the Atlantic Movie House. Damn. We love the Atlantic Movie House. Which is also allegedly a little haunted. Yes. Yeah. You nice were quick to respond to that. Yeah. Have you had an experience there? <laughs> yeah, tell us. Um, the back, so it's like the back left uh, theater. Mm-hmm. It used to be where the old owner, his apartment was above. Excuse me. Sorry. And, <laughs> um, the story is that he died up there. And that back theater has always been a little freaky. We're um, showing in, in one of those back theaters. When you come into the left, you go down the hall. Yeah. The yeah, long yeah, ass yeah. ominous hallway. <laughs> yes. I, I, I noticed yeah, all the way down at the, at the left side. I noticed that when we were working the stash week and I was like, oh, there's a couple of theaters here. But I didn't round that corner to just go look. Yeah. And then I made the choice. And I was like, why is that so weird? <laughs> it's so strange. That but, theater has uh, been rumored to be haunted like that theater specific since he passed um mm-hmm. and this was probably when i was like 13 or around there um and like sometimes you would hear like the workers saying like they're working and they would hear like you know the like flicker of the theater kind of just like nah go i, I love like, how you throw that out there the workers like <laughs> the workers like yeah. they've got like pickaxes over their shoulders yeah. like oh. <laughs> 16. Yeah. <laughs> it's the miners which they just want to see they just want to see multiverse of madness of course they do and uh, we'll, we'll we're gonna spoil that next week um because we're getting close to the end of the hour oh Ooh. wow my wife loves me she gave me a weapon but not your favorite Special delivery not my fit actually no it's not my favorite weapon uh sarah why don't you do us the honors of opening these boxes we'll do a little unboxing here um, unceremoniously. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, I wanted to let everyone out there know that we're going to be, uh, about two weeks, three weeks. We will have signed copies of a door in the distance by Mark Bernadine here in the stash. Uh, what a great story. Uh, they'll be signed. Uh, and I, I butchered his name again. I can't believe it. Mark Bernardin. <laughs> Mark Bernardin. I, yeah, I, in my head. Yes. Also, uh, we're going to have those signed copies here, but you can own them. Get in touch with the stash. Uh, but want to congratulate them. Uh, you want to pull up the uh, thing for our viewers? Absolutely. Beautiful. Here we go. <laughs> Trying to find it. We want to give them a big old congratulations. Uh, they have been nominated for an Eisner Award. Uh, Mark. Bernard, uh, Bernadine and the artist. I know. I, I literally just told you. I know. I, I'm telling you, it's a stupid thing. It's it's like one of those mental blocks. It's all um, good. But, but yeah, Mark Bernardin. Bernardin and his artist. Uh, let me pull up the name. Uh, yeah, there we go. Ariella. Ariella Christian. Christian. Ariella Christiana. Christiana Tina. Christiana Tina. 
Well, yeah, they were Here's nominated Jan for Cena. an Eisner Award. They were nominated. I, didn't I just say that? Yeah. They were nominated for an Eisner Award. I think they were I, nominated for an Eisner Award, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Did you hear that they I, were nominated so. for an Eisner Award? I did not. Well, I guess there what? you go, guys. Sarah, Eisner Awards. Eisner. Guess who got nominated? What the Mark hell? Bernardin. Mark Bernardin? Not Mark Bernardin. Um, <laughs> we got pops. No, no, these are not pops, man. No, pops. Oh, my gosh. Whoa. These are. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Teenage Mutant Ninja Tur Turtles, Frankenstein's Monster. Nice. Whoa. How oh, awesome my. That? Okay. And yes, we did. We got I can't stress to the people at home how much I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That is something I might buy. Holy wow, crap. That is awesome. So are they all universal oh, monsters? Nice. That would be the coolest thing in the world oh, if they were. I think on the side they've got all the, the different ones that, that they have. Yeah, they will be having. Um, here we go. We've got Pure Terror from the sewer. Raphael is Frankenstein's monster. Oh, my God. I got, love this. Um, you can figure these out. Yeah, let me take a look. Yeah, well, that's that's the Leonardo Sash. So it looks like Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, my. That's awesome. Ooh. The many jobs of Jack. People, <laughs> people this is legit oh, wow, one of the coolest so cool. ideas and toys in the TMNT line I think I have ever seen. TMNT Frankenstein, Nickelodeon. You, oh, thank you so much. So does this mean that he was assembled from different parts of people that love pizza? No, or different turtles? Different, different turtles? <laughs> different turtles? Different mutated turtles? Boba Fett and Fennec on... That's pretty badass. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, the, the nice. drone. Gotta love that. We got plenty... I, I can... Oh, oh my god, yes! Wow. I, I ordered this. A Willie Nelson Chia Pet, folks. <laughs> no way! <laughs> the thing you awesome. didn't know you needed is here. Why in the hell isn't his beard part of the Chia Pet? Oh, I call bullshit. Yeah, that's a good point. That is crap. No, his beard should be part of the Chia Pet. I'm waiting for the Christian Cortez uh, Chia, Pet. Chia Pet. That would be awesome. It's a one-time only, and it's already here. I'm just surprised that something with, with Willie know, Nelson's right? image on it that you grow is a Chia. Um, Ch -ch Chia. <laughs> Oh my God! Plus so it's you were you, you were actually right. It is in collaboration with Universal Monsters. Universal Monsters. And I'm, I mean, we've got entirely too many pops to. Um, yeah, you do. You get the sword pops today, but we got so many pops to uh, announce that. I got the boxing Mike Tyson, Ooh. which <laughs> I know one guy who's not going to buy it. Uh, he's not flying out here to buy it from me. <laughs> Um, we've got the black and gold, uh, no way home Spider-Man. We've got the Captain Carter stealth. What if, uh, we've got the, what if frost giant Loki? Wow. What if Gamora blade of Thanos infinity killmonger? Ooh, space jam, Marvin, the Martian. And I've got a bunch of star Wars Mandalorians. Whole, uh, oh, wow. Wrecker hunter from the bad batch. Nice. Uh, Duke Silver vinyl figure. That's Duke always nice. Silver. Duke Silver from Parks and Rec. Sounds of Duke Silver. And uh, that's awesome. You probably ordered those like a year ago. I did. Marvel, uh, the What If Zombies, Captain America, and Zombie Iron Man. So, oh my goodness. Yeah, we got a whole nice. bunch of them. All right. I'm looking forward to these. We are and we will put together a zombie Chia Pet. 
We will. No, we won't. That's awesome. <laughs> no. Uh, but our guest is holding up uh, a mighty awesome yes, event that is going to be coming up. Holding up another guest. Love it, right? All one. <laughs> How meta is that? All one universe. I know. Nice. Marty Grabstein. Um, we're going to be sharing more social media about it, but Marty Grabstein, who is the Thanks, inimitable voice of Courage the Cowardly Dog, uh, it will be in store on June 11th mm-hmm. for a signing photo op. He's doing some video stuff. He's got too. some pops. He He's going to be signing whatever you want him to sign, your babies, whatever. Doesn't exactly. Matter. Blank checks. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And guess um, what, guys? Hey, you, you know what? We met Marty through uh, through Brimstone. Our yeah, our Brimstone. friend uh, Will Brimstone. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he was a Thank he you, was Brent. a sweetheart of a guy. I mean, we had a great time when he came to the store and hung out, and we ended up talking and signing him to come in um, for a signing. But it was a really delightful when we put up our first social media post. How beloved his character and he is, like all around the country, like people are commenting. It's like it's it's really kind of it's very very cool. I, think, I had no idea that courage was like twenty something years old. Courage oh, is cur- wow. even. I think courage is one of those timeless cartoons. Like there's mm-hmm. nothing about the show that kind of dates itself yeah and horror is universal so for a lot of people courage was like their first horror related show and i could tell you courage has some terrifying moments (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah it's pretty dark (laughs) i mean they're at the edge of nowhere so it's like and you've got ma and pa kent there who are just (laughs) awful yeah so yeah um yeah yeah so Marty's going to be there. Uh, we have a, a change up in schedule. Yeah, June, Marty's July gonna, 2nd. Yeah, Marty's going to be here June 11th. We have Chris right. Campagna. Who Campana is, is going to be here Jul, uh, July 2nd. July 2nd. Chris yeah. Campana, who is, um, he just finished the variant cover of Death Dealers number two mm-hmm. uh, for Comic Nights. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. And he's, he's a hell of an artist. And uh, personal friend, and that's going to be awesome to have him in here. Mm-hmm. That's going to be Saturday, July second, mm-hmm. and uh, he's going to be in store doing sketches, um, and some uh, I'm sure you'll some commissions. More. Yeah, and, we'll, and you'll see more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll give you more information about how to get a commission. Mike McCone's um, going to yeah. be around sometime uh, July or August. We have to pin him down. Yeah, he wants sure. to do it on a Wednesday, which would be awesome. And just in time for Halloween, and you're going to love this one, Brian. October 1st is Richard Davis. Rich Davis, the author and creator of Cult of Dracula and Rise of Dracula. Mm -hmm. And October 29th is Alton Simpson, Al, Vampires of New Jersey. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. A little bit of of vampire action. A little little spooky. uh, Tis the the season. season. Ah. Exactly, exactly. I can dig it. Um, the two other things I think that we we have so much on the schedule we're not going to get to, but the two other things where we wanted to give a shout out to the local four hundred four. Yes, and Christian wanted to mention the Smod Castle. Uh, yeah, we have uh, a little thing going on over at the Smod Castle. It's our <laughs> debut film festival. Uh, it's yeah. it's awesome right now. The deadline for regular submissions for all that stuff is June sixteenth. Uh, then after that, the final final deadline is July eighteenth. And then between that time, around July 31st, you'll be notified if you enter and are in our festival. And then from the 17th to the 21st of August is the actual festival. And from what I've seen, there's some really good films. May I ask you a question? Yes, you may. How many people have submitted so far? I don't want to say the number. Mm. Give us a number. Do it. 
It's over 600. Over so 600? Right. Congratulations. Well, you have a full-time job now, so. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. I played myself. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, no, I I was a champion of this from the very beginning. I'm so glad that Ernie, Kevin, and everybody involved actually were like, let's do it. So, please, submit your stuff because I want to I see more dope films. So please send them in. Submit to the Smodcastle Film Festival. And how can you do that? Uh, Smodcastle Film Festival has a Film Freeway submission portal. So go to filmfreeway.com slash Smodcastle Film Festival if you want to submit your short film, uh, feature film, uh, animation, or documentary. So, yeah. Very nice. I want to give a shout out to a friend of mine, uh, to Garrett Gunn. He dropped his second issue of, it's called Good Dog. And uh, just didn't this close to making it onto my top five. And um, good for you, Garrett. Garrett did um, the uh, Mighty Men, which starred Ming Chen and Mike Zapsick for a <laughs> con. And uh, it was actually really a very cute comic book. And um, beautiful. It was awesome. So uh, good for you, Garrett. I am so happy. That's awesome. Congratulations. Uh, any so I just saw a question from Mike Baz. Any chance it will be streamed? Uh, I believe that is to be determined, but leaning towards uh towards a yes. But okay. I don't want to give a definitive answer. But it's possible. Um, but yeah. Okay, and the four hundred four. The um, we've got uh a new thing coming up for people who have. Should I just explain, hun? I think so. So sure. for anyone who loves going, who, for people who hate people but love gatherings, um, <laughs> when you come to an event here at the Secret Stash, especially one that has Jay and Kevin um, at it, we've got some friends on the interwebs on some of the uh, Facebook friend groups that uh, will help ease your coming to a an event. Uh, they're going to be helpers. They're going to talk you through can i you know, give a little bit of backstory yeah mind if I interrupt you go to town go for it you know this was a, sort of one of those things right part of being a, part of being part of a community so after the uh after the celebration event which we had on may 7th and 8th uh we got a lot of feedback great feedback one of the things that we noticed though were some people were saying how they got here and some of the folks that they know online and really had gotten close to they were still a little bit hesitant to go up to them in real life and talk to them because not all of us, I mean, I count myself in this, you know, all of us feel comfortable in large crowds or meeting new people. Yeah. You know, we just kind of clam up and shut down, you know. So Michael Michael reached out to a couple of people and said, you know what, it's, um, it's too good of a community to, you know, for us not to be supporting each other when we get together. So a couple of members of the Viewisk universe have volunteered to step up and kind of create this, kind of lead this the program. Charge. Exactly, exactly. That's dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because unfortunately, we can't do anything really about. Uh, yeah, I, you know, there's so much stuff going on, but it's fans helping fans. So then that's that's which what is something it is. that is wholly uh, encouraged, encouraged, and absolutely doable. And, absolutely, you know, you, you've got. And I, there's no better community for that than this is because people, I know that some people are nervous and I'll be honest, I was one of those people. I was nervous as hell the first time I, I met Kevin. Mm. But once you, once you realize how quickly and how kind everybody actually is, it's a, 
it's such a good environment for that type of thing to even exist. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm glad that that's actually a thing that's being yeah, so done. We're pretty proud of them. We're we're proud of you know our our community. You know, fans helping fans. Kevin so. Smith fandom. Yeah, USA there ain't fandom. nothing like it. J Muse fandom. I have met some friends yeah. who are probably gonna be friends for life through this. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing. They're and they're. <laughs> Yeah, because they're never going to leave you alone. No, nope. telling you, you're screwed. <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, that's it. We for should me. have some of Jay's Twitch friends on the welcoming committee too. They didn't seem to have any problem whatsoever connecting with people. They oh, were awesome. <laughs> no, they're uh, yes. Yeah. Um, uh, we do have one question in the comments. Do we have a date for Jay's B Day Bash yet? No, no, not no. yet. We are working on you know we Options. are working on a few other events that Kevin and Jay will be attending mm-hmm. for the rest of the year. And but options. as with everything, the future is always in motion. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. yeah. So we are, we are working on that. Believe me, as soon as we have something confirmed, ready to announce, we will be announcing it all over the place. Yeah, yep. Julia, always mm-hmm. in motion is the future. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Just this funny comment. Munity unite. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, sure. All right. Uh-huh. Sure. No problem. Absolutely. Um, Brian, thank you so much for coming. Oh. I wish you nothing but the best for that night. Uh, July 9th. Ninth Saturday, Saturday, beautiful Atlantic and, Islands, and you're gonna take them. You're gonna take VIPs, and folks, this VIP package is pretty sweet. Yes, take them yes. up, limited limited numbers. So uh, get your tickets while they're still there. Which path will you choose? Dot com. Dot com. Which path right. will you choose? Dot com. And this will be my my last question for you before you go. I promise. So what went into actually creating an event like this? So like, because because mm, because an interactive nice experience. Is a very different form of filmmaking, especially when it comes to like, documentary and pseudo yeah. style. With that, choose your own adventure is dope. But with this type of thing, what were the, some of the challenges that you faced that were unique to this one? There was definitely some challenges, and as far as creating the events, being in the paranormal space, people see myself, people see my uh, Pathways partner Justin Perry from Ghost Hunters, and they assume, oh, this is going to be a ghost hunt. This event. You don't necessarily have to be into the paranormal. You could just be curious and go, what is this about? This is your gateway event. So you come in. Some people are, are too scared. Like, oh, I don't want to go on an investigation, but I'll watch one. And <laughs> you sit there. You're in control of it. And in the filming, we had to film all the branches. So if you choose A, if you chose B, we, have, we had to figure you out where, to f- that, yeah. where had- that ended up in. And we still had to have a beginning and an end. It's a very complex way of filmmaking, yes. too. Because cause some of those films, it's like you get presented choices, but then some of those choices lead you towards a dead end. Which, yes. with, which I'm curious, especially with this, how that differs. But I'm so excited to see it. We, uh, we originally we were going to have a, a buddy of mine, Chris Mancuso, as the third choice that if you saw him pop up on the screen, you clearly made the wrong choice. <laughs> you chose wrong. You chose poorly. You, chose poorly. Yes. <laughs> you lose. Good day, sir. <laughs> you lose. You get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you again for coming on the Thanks show, man. Me, it was we awesome. said good day, sir. Oh, <laughs> We'd love to have Brian, you back. Yeah, have we, so much. Have I would we tortured to you back. enough? Yeah, you would. Okay, no, I'd great. Love to come back and geek out some more. All yeah, right. we'll we'll get you like Fantastic. a stand for your posters. <laughs> I feel so bad now. I have that like. But no, human. it worked out for the book. Yeah, it did. Which you can which you can find on Amazon. Yeah, Grains of Sand by Brian J. Kano. All right. I think that's it. So much. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Thank you for joining us live at the Secret Stash. Thank you.
This has been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at smodcast.com.